Welcome to the 2022 Whiskey of the Year episode featuring Dylan Coleman and Joel Rhodes. One malt fanatic and one bourbon freak trying to cover it all. Take it away. From me. Please. <laughs> Snarky robot. Whoa, Thank man. you, robot. Who was that? What's that robot's name? Albert? Well, I guess he's, he's named Albert from now on. Albert, Good old Al. Good old Al. Albert likes to give us instructions. Uh, attitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really snippy. Take it away from me. <laughs> All right. Well, it has been quite the whiskey year for us. A year. Yeah, man. We started this podcast in February of last 2022. Mm-hmm. And we were all about the whiskey then, and we just kept being all about the whiskey. Doing, we did twenty four episodes last year, and man, it's been a great adventure. Uh, I know, man. I enjoy it. It went by quick, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's always more whiskey to come. Yeah, and so much has changed in that one year. I know. I couldn't believe it. It's like. I'm glad we recorded that because this was kind of like a pivotal moment in whiskey, the whiskey world. And so, now we're down to what each of us think. I'm going to do mine first, and then Mm -hmm. Joel's going to do his, of what our top picks for this year was. So, it got me thinking. It's like, some people, when they pick a whiskey of the year, they like the... um, the Oswas, right? Over in Scotland. Yeah. They pick they pick it based on criteria. Right? Mm-hmm. There's 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 criteria for it. It's gotta be this, it's gotta have this, it's gotta you know, all that. And my criteria, I was like, what am I what's my criteria? So I kind of thought about this over and over again because my runners up Actually, were in the number one. Each almost each one of these runners up were in the number one spot at one time. And I'm like, wait a minute, no, not because the reason I had it in the number one spot was for X, Y, and Z. And then I finally came uh, came down to what is my reasoning behind all this? And my reasoning was, it had to be something I just tasted this year in 2022. And and thought this is the best, this is the best thing I've tasted in the entire year. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that. It it was other things that put the other scotches and bourbons or whatever in first place at the at the moment. And then I'm like, wait a minute, but it's not the best I've tasted. So that's my criteria. Mm-hmm. What I went for. Gotcha. When I made this list. So, let's go right into it. <clears throat> now, my runner's up in no particular order. Because I, like I said, these were all first place at one, one so point. So, these are your honorable mentions. These are my honorable mentions. These are my runner's up to first place. Oh. I'll do my, I, I have one honorable mention. I'll mention it right now. It's Ardna Merkin. Not Ardna Muckin. Ardna Merkin. It's the new distillery. I picked up a bottle at uh, when we went on that trip down yeah. south, mm-hmm. and it blew me away for such a new distillery. It's like three, four years old. It's brand new, and the product they're making is awesome. 
but not on the level of the best of the gotcha. year. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that's my, that's my that's my honorable mention. Now for my runners up. Owl Tenrai. Oh, wow. Straight up. This is one of the first things I thought of when I thought of what's my first place mm-hmm. was Owl Tenrai. It was so good. Uh, it And it, of all the bourbons I've had, or, or rye, rye, yeah, all the rye, American whiskeys I've had. Good old Kentucky Owl does it again. This one, old and you Dixon. can go hear me talk more about it on our episode where I talk Good old about, Dixon. We cover Owl 10. This one just blew me away. It's so good. Just timeless. Mm-hmm. Just so good. Now, it's expensive, but I can't think of anything else I've tasted that is better than it. That it's come, that's, I've tasted in 2022 that came out of America. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just can't. Um, and that includes Old Elk, Infinity Blend. It's better than that, I thought. Oh, yeah. By far, I was... Well, not by far, but... I don't know. And <laughs> Kentucky Owl, 10 years on a different level. It's so, so good. Um, okay, so the next runner-up is Lejeg 18-year. Mm-hmm. That was and is we haven't covered it yet but we had it plenty yeah, of times yeah. and i have some here and it is it's good so good and it as peated peated scotches go it's right it should be on your list if you're a peat scotch fan the 18 should be on your list because it is on another level than the 10 year and it's it competes with the very best, reasonably priced peated scotches. Peated yeah. scotches, like under you know one hundred and eighty dollars. It it just competes. It's you know it goes back and forth between Lagavulin and Distillers Edition and um, some of the the manager selects from Ardbeg that you can find. Mm-hmm. Um. All those top ones that are reasonably priced, it competes with them. It's just so good. Um, of course, <clears throat> I have to mention Old Elk. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Infinity Blood. Shocker. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this podcast or not. I don't think you have, man. But uh, Old Elk Infinity Blend. Is so good. It is just it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's totally a great blend. Now, it may not be your thing, so you know, try it somewhere first. You know, it's funny. You... A lot of people hate that price point of that <laughs> yeah. blend. They're like, yeah. "Well, it's good," but they're like, "It's a little yeah. bit steep." But I'm like, mm, I don't know. "Yeah, that's true. That's true." But what? Try try to find anything like it at that price point. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Um, so I had to throw Infinity, or Old Elk Infinity Blend on there. And then, the last runner-up I had, and this, this was another one I'm like, I think this is first place. 
Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this really first place? I had to rethink about that. But it was at one point first place. And that is Macaloni's Caledonian Glenloy. Oh, yeah, that was good. It was... And and the reason it was first place, it was because I was so excited about, you know, what gets me excited, which is single malts that are on the level of what Scotland's producing, if not better. And I know it's possible because of Macaloni's. They're doing it. They made it possible. They're, they got a product that is just fantastic for $80 mm-hmm. and being a brand new company. They're just amazing. But it wasn't as good as my top, my winner. Oh, wait a minute. Let's take a break. Weren't we going to pour something? Yeah, I'll, I'll pour you something. Let's pour. I'm going I'm to do it discreetly. But you, you could. Okay. I'm still listening. We don't have to take a break. Okay. All right. This will be a short and sweet episode because it's just us basically Heck. not reviewing anything. And We're just chopping it up. Number one for Dylan. Okay. I'm going to make some guesses why I pour. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Guess. What would it be? I, I I was counting on that it would be the Lejeg 18. That's what surprised me. But that was your runner up. Yeah. So right now, I really don't have a clue because I know that, I, that shocked me. I was like, well, it's going to be Lejeg. But I, I didn't think that you were being high consideration. Of that number one spot, possibly being Kentucky Owl, that that shocked me too. Really? I mean, I knew you liked it, but yeah, yeah. But yeah. Old Infinity, yeah, I, I, I thought that was gonna I, be like one of the ones that you're gonna be like, okay, that's kind of tough for me. But Kentucky Owl did surprise me that you had that in there, even though I knew that you liked it a lot. I'm kind of surprised that I put Bourbon or Rye at all on this list because. Yeah, it's, normal. It's you kind of ch- this year has changed my perspective on American whiskey in general. What, yeah, American whiskey in general, and what is, what is, in my opinion, the best. Like uh, bourbon and rye, this year or last year has opened me up to actually, thanks. Uh, Kind of downgrading some of my world whiskeys, like that I was in so into, like some of the Japanese whiskeys I've been into. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is now, some of these uh, American distillers, they're starting to think a little bit more outside the box, like yeah, like they're Blending. using doing some malt yep. and finishes and yep. stuff that you rarely see anymore these days, yeah. like. It's crazy, even when you're thinking about the small distilleries, like what Starlight's doing, it seems like most all their stuff are finishes, 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 finishes. Is this a Remus? No. Oh, we'll get to that later. This is uh, MGP, though. I don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's, do you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's got to be MGP. I don't know. Okay. That smells really good. All right. Number one. My number one. Ben Nevis, 24-year, independently bottled by the Single Malts of Scotland. And do I have a bottle of that? No. Oh. 
because <laughs> I was like, I can't remember that one. But I, I, I think I do recall you mentioning yeah. this. Where did you have it? Storage company on the way oh, down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's they right. They have it on yeah, That's now. right. Out they, of I'm sure they still have it. I would guess they still have a bottle of that. But you asked if it was for sale, and they were like, yeah. this is the only one. So it was the only one they had, and it was opened. And he's like, ah, oh, we just sold our last one not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, keep me in mind if you ever get another bottle of this. Because it is... It, it's one of those bottles. It was, I believe, it was $325 for the bottle. Okay. And I believe I would pay that. I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. In my mind. Because it would be a bottle that would last me 10 years, you know? I would just have it on Special rare occasion occasions. whiskey again. And it just was so good. Uh, it was it was not peated. Um, it was not finished with anything. It was just the pure spirit of Scotland. I mean, it encapsulated it better than anything I've ever had as far as describing what a scotch really should be all about. It just did it for me. And you one know day how, I experienced it. What? One day. I get yeah. to have it. Yeah. And it, it's, it is also one of those things that is not going to hit you across the face. You know, it's it's a kind of a thing you got to spend time with and let it let it develop. Give it time in the glass. Add a little drop of water. Just give it some time, you know. And it just, it, it delivers. It really delivers. It, um, you know how once in a while you'll get an image of a place or a time or something like mm-hmm. you talked about uh, earlier. You were saying, uh, this takes me back to 1992. <laughs> well, I don't Kirk know Cobain. why. Yeah. <laughs> that's how good it was. It was like, why did it take me back there? But that's what a whiskey should do. It should take you somewhere. Yeah. So in a good place, I would say nineties Kurt Cobain in the prime was a good time. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to be taken to a bad time when I drink whiskey. <laughs> Just random. Fourth grade. Detention. <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what all these lists are about. And it's all about being Dylan's personal opinion, so don't judge us. So when and I, I like the way that Dylan did it. See, with me, I'm gonna do what's he said actually came out in twenty twenty two. I'm not done. I'm not done. Yeah, but I know. But you already done something that really didn't have to come out in 2022 right. you just did yours personally and the from scotch your best. world really can't go along yeah, those yeah. lines it's, because it's they hard. don't produce stuff like yeah. they don't come out with stuff left and right mm-hmm. like you, the american oh yeah they do uh, batches like three or four each year or something yeah. like that yeah and everything is it's all new this new this new that it's all new but my final thing i'm going to say on that because i brought up whiskey can give you an image you know it actually gives you like transports you smells do that you know oh yeah but uh this you know like flavors i've tasted in the past you it's reminiscent of this oh it reminds me of that or whatever like flavors and in places or but this one and i've had i've this has happened to me a couple of other scotches but it's not very often i've gotten this a few times with Lagavulin, once you can get past the smoke, it's in there. Is an actual, it's like I'm tasting the image of an opalescent pearl. 
Now, I know that sounds really bizarre. Yeah. But if you picture an opalescent <laughs> pearl just floating in, in the, <laughs> with a dark, you know, it's, it's the main feature. That, it's like I'm tasting that. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird, but it, it conjured that image. More than any other scotch I've ever had. That opalescent pearl. And that uh, Ben Nevis 24 did it. And if I can find it, I'm buying it. That's uh, that's mine. See, that's what it's all about, guys. Yeah, yeah, that was what it was all about. Did you hear all that passion that he was displaying? <laughs> and you know what? I stumbled on that. I'm like, it's oh yeah, that's it was on that's, Ben that's another, it was on yeah. my list. For like when you're years. going there and going to Story Company, you're not, never thinking that you're gonna no. have that. Like my goal is to have that, and then it's there, and you're like, and um, Dennis. At Storage Company, he's like, "Nah, we we got we sold our last bottle, but I do have, I do have this twenty four year old bottle." He's like, "This, this is one of the top scotches in Scotland." And he's like, talking it up, mm-hmm. like, "Well, I gotta try it," and he was right. It is one of the one of the best. So what what do we got here? Uh, I can't okay, tell it's you. a guessing game. Yeah, it's a guessing game. All right, it's not really. Well, a my first game. guess was Remus. What do you think about that nose? Salted caramel. Crazy, isn't it? Dense. Have I had this before? Nope. Oh, well then I'm never gonna guess it. Hmm. 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 Ooh. Um, tropical fruit light. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing this is high proof, but it doesn't need water. It's no, there's no burn. Hmm. Not tropical. High Not high proof at all. It's not. 90. It's aged. Mm-hmm. So why you ponder on that? Yeah. I just want to have something really good <clears throat> as I go into mine. So my list is going to be a tad bit different. Mine's, my list is mostly American, or is all American. But there, we, we drink so much stuff, there's a lot of stuff that I forget about. Like, I would have had... I, I, I'm going to use this as spare of the moment honorable mention. Like, Legeric 18 should have been in my honorable mention. But I forgot all about that until you brought it up just now. Yeah. Because that is great. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to start off with my honorable mentions. Because I do have a top five. But if I had a top ten, <laughs> this is how it would go. So, first... And my number five of my honorable mentions is um, Barrel Craft Spirits, um, their Vantage. <sighs> when I first got this bottle, um, we haven't reviewed it yet. That we need to. But it's aged in Mizanera, French, and also toasted oak. And man, it is just so delightful. It's like hmm. pecan pie. If your mom was 
making a pie on a nice cool fall night. And that's what it Ooh. really brought me to. And um, I just love what they make. I know you weren't a fan of the seagrass. I, I mean, you the... liked it. Yeah. But it just wasn't your jam. <clears throat> no. Um, for me, uh, for four in my honorable mentions, um, Penelope Valencia. Uh, so what they did here is, uh, I don't know how, it's one of their four grain whiskeys that they get from MGP. And they uh, aged it or finished it in a VDN barrel. So that's a, like an orange wine type of thing. And man, it is just made to perfection. It's almost like if you were a kid in a candy store and during holiday time, especially this time of the year, like Christmas, New Year's or whatever, um, you know, those orange chocolates. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that brought me to. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, man. I was like, Penelope, Pen- Penelope, they do it again. They they just are always on top. I don't think I've had that one. Nope, not yet. Or the first one you mentioned. Nope. Uh, that's why they're my honorable mentions. And I, I don't think you had anything in my <laughs> five either, huh, cause, which, is, right. which stinks. Um, number three spot, honorable mention. Penelope again, but with the Architect series. And I will say all the builds. We had build number one. I love build number two, and I also love build number three. And I think they're on four right now, which I haven't had, but I'm pretty sure that's good as well. <laughs> so, again, another Penelope. Uh, I, I just like the way that they did something out of the box, even though they're a source distillery. They're like, you know what? Well, let's have some fun with this MGP whiskey and actually do some toasting, just like what Maker Maker's Mark does and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, I, th- I think it's almost just as good as the Maker's Mark. Um, so, and out of New Jersey, too. Who would have thought? Right. <laughs> out of New Jersey. Um, number two for me. Uh, one bottle that me and Dill reviewed. So that's um, two for Penelope. Yeah, two for Penelope. Oh. Honorable mention, though. Yeah. Definitely in my top ten, obviously, because it's pretty much what I'm giving you. Um, the number two in my honorable mention, um, Blood Oath Pat 8, um, oh, the yeah. Cavados finish. Um, me and Dylan did a first core pop of this, and I will say that it was worth the hype. Um, still needed to air out a bit. I revisited the other day, and... It's like candy apples. That's what we said. Yeah. They're in, candy they're in apples. Review. Candy you said apple jacks. Yeah, apple jacks. I was getting that a lot on the nose. But yeah, that I I've seen a, a lot of other whiskey content creators that has actually been in their top five, but it oh, didn't yeah? like I said, personal opinion, so it didn't make mine. Um and for number one spot in honorable mentions, which has also been in a lot of people's top actual five. Um, the Calumet 16-year. Oh, yeah. I remember nice when you bought that. and oily. Um, I think we had the 15. I have a 15. Uh, yeah, I haven't had the we 16. Gotta, no. Oh, uh, man. It, it, it just gets better over time, man. Nice and oily. Um, I'm just glad that they came out with the these high-aged Calumets. Because back in the day... 
they like the ten year and the twelve year that wasn't my thing. And um I don't know, man. It's just so much whiskey out there. When I was doing this list, I was like it could be in my top, but there was a lot of ones that I, I did like and were impressed with, which once you hear my actual top five, it's not what you're thinking. It's not going to be what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Got some Albert in there? Oh, no, no. There's nothing like that. So let me get to my real top five. So at number five, even though these are not in particular order, I, I think I do have a number one here. Kind of like what I did. Yeah. I, I do have I a number four one. four runners up and one number one. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to decide what my number one is probably while I go through this list. Like, I, I'm... <laughs> really honest about that because I, I it was just hard for me to decide yeah not only that you said you wouldn't decide yeah i wouldn't decide <laughs> you, you couldn't but as i go down and look at it again <sighs> i might come like back coconut I keep so getting, like, tropical fruits and coconut oh, oh yeah yeah great that is coconutty um, i love it so number five for me so straight out of maryland sagamore rye they're oh. sherry finished. <sighs> Who thought that that marriage of sherry and rye could be so good? Let's see what this looks like. It is so good. So good. <laughs> One I, day we got to review that. That hit my number five. Did I have that? No. Okay. Uh-uh. It is so good. It, it's my rye of the year, actually. My rye of the year. So it had oh, to make my top That was five. your number one. Huh? Oh, your rye. For, for rye. Okay. Yeah, for rye. But yeah, um, I, I love what Sagamore's doing. Uh, Dylan needs to try some... Oh, yeah. That's why I recognize it, because you posted it on, the, yeah, yeah. on Instagram. <clears throat> um, uh, so good. Um, we have reviewed Sagamore stuff before. Dylan wasn't a fan of the <laughs> that old-fashioned finished what? one. That's just by, right. Just by the old fashioned. Just, make just make it. <laughs> by Rittenhouse, yeah. do this. <laughs> so, that that I I just love what they're they're doing. Their double oaked is good, but um, this sherry finish, I think it's their best product yet, in my opinion. Now at number four, I'm gonna go straight out of New York City, Kings County. Barrel strength, straight bourbon whiskey. Kings? Kings County. Like, their bottling doesn't look like much. Like, their label is just, like, really... <laughs> it's like a piece of paper, basically. Yeah. And then oh, the yeah. whole bottle is just nothing but... Yep, like that. Oh, their barrel strength? Straight I can't bourbon. Let's see. I'm trying to remember what batch I have. I should have wrote down the batch. Peated bourbon? What? Nah, yeah, they got a peated one. Haven't seen that, though. Yeah, they do some crazy stuff. Kings County is uh, a sleeper, and their their rye. Um, what is it called? Uh, shoot, I had it in my in my head just now. It escapes me now. Dagnabbit. They have another rye that I like, but that didn't make my rye of the year. So that's like what? It got to be around a hundred dollars a bottle. For the, um, for the close cast to strength? It. Yeah, close to it. Yeah. Barrel proof. Yeah, the barrel proof one. Oh, man. You're talking about brown sugar ca candies, man. And the heat. 
it's like it's really not there, man. It's crazy. It is really crazy. And and I never gave Kings County uh, a chance uh, at all. But once I bought this bottle, I never had it. I just took a chance, and I, I saw a couple of whiskey tubers um, reviewed it, and they were very impressed with it as well. And I'm like, okay, well, I trust them. And uh, I feel foolish that I never gave Kings County a chance. And now I love their products. They do blends too. Yeah, they do malts and all that stuff. Hmm. So, well, I gotta check these guys out. Yeah, Kings County Barrel Strength Straight Bourbon Whiskey is my number four. Uh, number two. It's tough. <laughs> uh, my number two is gonna be straight from Barstown bourbon company and it's going to be their chateau de labad so it's their uh, bourbon whiskey which is a blend i think no it's their tennessee whiskey 10 year i think and um uh, 500 a bottle finishing army yet bottle uh barrels oh maybe that's what it's going for in secondary that's what it's online I, yeah I, I didn't pay that much for it Four, 4.99 yeah i think uh it wasn't a cheap bottle, I must say. But Is I that didn't... the one you bought there? No, I, I bought oh. this here. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, I love that release. I love everything that Barstown Bourbon Company does. Yeah. And um, to get my hands on the Chateau de Labade, which was like pulling teeth, but I was actually able to get one. It just made it that much more, I don't know. It, it, it's a great bottle. Um, one day me and Dylan will review that one too. Then that, that was my, one of my, my second favorite tour we did. Oh my gosh. That so, barrel tasting tour. Oh, tasting great. straight from the barrel. Yeah. yeah of their own distillate. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love about Bar Sound too is the collaborations that they do. They, they, they actually think outside the box with their finishes and they actually do collaborations with some meaningful people like Chate de Labad. Yeah. Isn't that like a crazy high price Armagnac company and they were able to get their barrels and I mean it works both ways Experimental. It, it, yeah because they kind of put Chate, Chateau de Labat on the map too after you have this right so yeah I love everything that they do so now so in I the future I've had that no you haven't had that one okay you had some other finishes not that one hmm. but um I'm looking forward to what Barstone has in store in 2023, they're going to have their own distillate for once. So, we'll Which see was about what we that. tasted, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was we good. tasting right out of their barrels was what they were producing at the time. Yeah. And number two. I thought that was two. Oh, uh, that... No, no. That, that was three. Okay. Number two is going to be E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. A bottle that I just got last week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is. See? I'm a fan. This is the reason why we wait till the first of the year, the new year, to do this. And reviews. it's hard because stuff still, like, just trickles down or something, or you know? If we would have done this a week ago, you would have, this would not have made the list. E.H. Taylor, what was it? Uh, barrel, barrel Proof. Barrel. E.H. Taylor, Barrel Proof. 129.7. 
Uh, Batch 11 is the one that I have. Okay. That came out this year. Yeah, this stuff is going for some serious money. I don't see anything under four ninety nine. I see a eight forty nine, and I see a five ninety nine. I'm guessing you didn't pay five ninety nine. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but man, it it's almost similar to me. Um, I think that it it should be in the BTAC collection with like the George C. Sag and William Lou Weller. Because that's the experience I got. But it's been a while since I had William LaRue Weller and George T. Stagg. And like I told you before, those are the two best bourbons that I ever had. So you would think that if I put E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof in that same category, that should be number one. But it's not. I was going to say William LaRue Weller. Didn't you taste that for the first time in 2022? No. Oh, okay. If I did, I don't think I would have. Because... Number one is going to be intriguing to people. (laughs) Okay, so wait, have a sip. Take a moment, take a moment. You were down to number one, right? Not too many people probably listening to this or listening to this uh, episode here will be familiar with this distillery. Um, I am. And Dylan will... Well, he is. I don't think he's ever had anything from them before. But for my number one, <clears throat> straight out of Wisconsin. Huh. That is I'm a surprise. Going with Dancing Goat. Okay. Very old goat. Which Dylan has in his glass. Oh really? So very old goat is there. 20-year-old light whiskey that's been aged in... Yeah, I I get the light whiskey thing. Yeah, that's been aged in port barrels. Very old goat, 21 year, you say? Yeah, even though it says 20... 21? uh, It's actually 21 years, even though it says 20 on the label. Oh, this one says 21. Yeah, it's it's, it's the same one. 50.5%? Oh, no, 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 no. This one right here is 90 proof. Okay, I'm not on the very old goat then. Yeah. That says very old goat. Okay. Yeah. Very old goat, yeah. So it's sourced from uh, MGP and... It is MGP, okay. Yeah. Well, so good. I'm, you're I, right. I was getting worried there. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm wrong. So this might have been a batch from last year. That you just found. Because this is not the... Not the same one? This is not the same one. This one is 90 proof. Actually, I have the bottle here. So you can take is a look at it. Is it that gray? Oh, okay. It's blue. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is some seriously good stuff. Look at look at the oak at the bottom. Like the char at the bottom of the bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sediment. I know. Isn't that great? That is great. <laughs> so... The reason why I picked this as my number one. Good for you guys. Um, even though that, uh, I don't know what. What do you think about this whiskey, personally? Well, I can't get over this this filtering thing. Do I know. They say, do they say anywhere on the label that it's like unfiltered? Uh, because this on is the like label. sediment from the barrel. Uh, just read the 
uh, back of it, it probably give you some descriptions about it. Mm. Mm. So Nick Brady Mass, he's the uh, master distiller out there, and uh, yeah, he does amazing stuff. He really thinks outside the box, and he's a MGP fan, so. It was really cool for them to do this because uh, it's not every day, <laughs> you know, you get a a 20-year or 21-year um, light whiskey, Asian port barrels. And the reason why he can't put 21 on that label, I, I can't remember why, but it's actually 21 years, but he has to put 20 for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, But, man, I'm telling you. It is just so unique, and yeah. that's why I picked it. Wow! At number one, because can you redo? Can anyone else do this or whatever? It's just so different from what I have in my collection, it's and good. I, I just love it. And and it's here. How much uh, light whiskey is in this? You might have said I just was... all all. Yeah, it's one hundred percent light whiskey. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, this is the fullest bodied. I want fullest if, flavored light whiskey I've ever and had. And I wonder if it's the age and if the finishing in port barrels has something mm, to do with it. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah. I love the color. I love the smell. And nine and when you think about 90 proof, you're like, Ugh. and think about this. A 90 proof high age whiskey, usually you get a lot of tannins, like from the oak, because the high proof is not killing the oak. But you got a 90 proof, 20 year old or 21 year old whiskey, and you're hardly, hardly getting any tannings, or like you're not eating bark, <laughs> no, or drinking bark. Wow! So that's why that's this has made my one. number one. Wow, that's great. Did you buy? Where did? Can you reveal where you bought that? Oh, it was a distillery release. Oh, okay, distillery only. You have to get it there. Well, MSRP for this picks, of course, is like one fifty. So yes, I'm pretty sure secondary for this. If there is a secondary, is probably not being sold for one fifty. If somebody really wants it, because there was a lot of people in Kentucky when five ninety nine. Oh, that's what it was saying. Yeah, great, great bottle. And I know there's a lot of other whiskeys out there, but I want to say this and make this clear. I I don't have a list, but I'm going to tell you this now. Distillery of the year, in my personal opinion, mm. is going to be Penelope for me. Because mm. they, they make some great products, and I, I love everything that they have came out with. And it's affordable. Like, you get a decent bottle for, like, 60 bucks. I know that... Uh-huh. They they don't do and you anything can get over it here. Yeah, you don't do they don't do anything over one hundred or anything like that. They don't. Mm-hmm. I just love what they do out there in New Jersey. Even though that's MGP too, but what they do with their stuff is incredible to me. So I know we didn't have a top distillery list, but for me, I will say that I didn't Penelope. Think about that. It, it it just came to me when I was driving on the way over here, and I yeah. was like, you know what? We don't have a distillery one, which it would be hard for me to narrow down or even think of five, you know? But for me, I would say Penelope because 
I had a lot of bottles from them this year, like their light whiskey, their 13-year light whiskey. Um, all the sword picks people do with them, with the Toasted series that they come came out with, great. Their standard four-grain barrel strength whiskey, phenomenal. Rosé cast finish, phenomenal. <laughs> uh, the Valencia, and now... And then when they came out with the Architect series, that was just really good and, that was and affordable. Sixty dollar yeah, fifty range. something, sixty. Yeah, good. so I'm like, that's that's the distillery of the year for me. And they're doing it out of New Jersey, which proves <laughs> like yeah. you see in Michigan and Wisconsin and all over Iowa. Mm-hmm. You can get now. I'll tell so you, you this: can source it, and you can do it your own. One of the places that I probably would have picked. Uh, if I had more of their whiskey, but just hearing what they're doing out of Iowa is, um, whatchamacallit, uh... Cat's Eye? No, not Cat's Eye. The other one. Uh, uh Cedar shoot. Creek? Cedar Creek. Cedar Ridge. Or Cedar Ridge. Ridge. Yeah. yeah. Not Cedar Creek. Because what, what they're doing with the malt and... <sighs> yeah. So, tell you, Kentucky, some of these states are creeping up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Mine would have to be um, the the first thing that came to my mind, and it's I can't think of anything that is excites me more than Macalonis. Oh, Caledonian. Yeah. Another what craft distillery, man, it's crazy. Like Dancing Goat Craft. They're on. So it's like even though they're sourced, you still gotta make the whiskey good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still gotta make it justice, even though you're getting help from MGP. But come on, man. Right. Like they're putting their this is, their touch on it. This is crazy. And it shows this port finish. Wow! I and can't a ninety proof the coconut that's coming yeah. out of this. It's and like, a ninety what? proof. Now tell me this: when I say orange marmalade, do you get that at all? I I do on the back end. Orange marmalade, baby. Mm-mm-mm. I'm just getting so many tropical fruits. And maybe orange marmalade's in there, but and ninety it's, proof, all huh. this flavor, and yeah. a ninety proofer, and a light whiskey. Because all the good light whiskeys we have, which have also been high age, have been like hazmat, like from yeah. Cat's Eye, like they're sixteen years, been yeah. like one forty or whatever. Right, super high proof, and but then... it's good, and you could still taste the oak too. Now remember when we did that light whiskey episode, we I mean, watered we it. Them down. We proofed them down to roughly. We tried to get them to forty three percent, and even then it was still full flavored. Yeah, and like this ninety proof, full flavored. Crazy. Oh, you know what I'm getting too is a charcoal, like uh, burnt. Some some hints of charcoal. Like maybe they, uh, you know how they can uh, rechar a cask, mm-hmm. and maybe there's some char in here. Maybe that's what I'm tasting is the char in the bottom of that bottle. If that's char, yeah, it, it is char from the barrel. Now I know we're not rating this right now, but if you did, because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna bring this back right when it gets to a nice level, which is. <sighs> I got this bottle the week before Christmas. Hmm. 
Mm. It's just so unique. I'm in a tough spot here, Joel. <laughs> I'm not going to say 95. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't expect you to. Uh, just as what it is now. This is right, yeah. This is another notch above the Cat's Eyes Light Whiskey. It's a little bit a notch above it. But I don't remember what I rated that. Uh, it was a good rating. Probably a 91. Something I'd say around 91. There. Yeah. For this? Yeah. It's, it's unique, man. And, and a good unique. <laughs> yeah. Something that I can say I never had before. It's funny how some whiskeys give you a note that is definite. Like sometimes you have to search for it. Like, am I, f- am yeah. I getting this? Am I get? But this one, I'm coconut. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting coconut, toasted coconut. It's almost like you're uh, drinking a high class rum. On the nose. There's another Japanese whiskey. This Fuk- Fukano. Mm-hmm. That is similar to this kind of coconut. It's just. It's pronounced. There's, it's, a, it's definite. It's like, well, that's you're getting coconut. Yeah. Yeah. So now you know why I picked what this at you, number one. What would you rate it? Would I rate it? Uh, I will give it a solid ninety-three for me. Yeah. Today. Yeah, ninety-three. And I, I, I think once it gets some more air into it, I think it might get higher. You know, that goes to show. It's like it isn't really about the rating. I mean, rating kind of does yeah. gauge things, but if you had to look at what your rated things over the last year, you'd have to go by your top rating if you exactly. went by rating, mm-hmm. which would be maybe, what I would say that Act 9, Midwinter's Night Tram, might have been your highest rated. But yeah. you picked this. Hmm. Well, there you go, folks. That was our year in whiskey. Shall we do another year? <laughs> we could. We could. We could. We could. Should we quit now while we're ahead? <laughs> yeah. Call it quits. Stop buying. Yeah, stop buying, man. You know, it ain't, ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Even when I heard of a store like carrying Buffalo Trace, I, I stopped in there and I'm like, do you guys got any Buffalo Trace? Mm-hmm. Plus, I like to share it, man. It's, it's an experience because this is basically what these bottles are for. Because uh-huh. Dylan can actually say that he had a 20-year-old light whiskey Asian port barrels from wow. MGP that was a finishing product of Wisconsin. Yeah. A craft distillery made my number one. Yeah. It's got that MGP <laughs> nose. Man, man, man. Well, there you have it, friends. Huh. You mean Dylan and, and Remus was a light whiskey too, right? Uh Did no. Have... It no. wasn't? Mm. Okay. It was a blend, but I, I, it didn't have any light whiskey in it. Okay. It, I, I think the Remus had a bunch of high rye bourbons. Thinking of that other something club. It was from Michigan. 
Oh, uh, yeah. That's um, what I'm thinking You're of. talking about uh, Murray Hill. Murray Hill. Murray Hill Club. Yeah. Um, from Joseph Magnus. And yeah. that's MGP? Yeah, they're... Okay. Mm, and they had light whiskey in there. Yeah. That was another good blend. Well, all right, folks. It's been fun. If we, if we quit now, adios. <laughs> thanks uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. Yeah, fend for yourself in 2023. And, uh, yeah, we don't know what the future is going to bring, so... It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good year of, of uh, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Traveling, tasting experiencing new things buying for me becoming a bourbon man and for me even with world whiskey like some of the scotches that you've i yeah i was like oh man this is good (laughs) see you later